Today's show brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right. Click the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Check them out. Use promo code T20Cordimus. That's right. Redcon1.com. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, David Crockett. I'm Lee. Coming to you from the D Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon. This is. Don't Tread on America, and I am your host, Don Q. How's everybody doing out there today? Oh, man, let me tell you what. Jiminy Christmas. So this is how it went today. I wanted to do this show. I scheduled this this morning. I was like, I'm going to do it at 5 o'clock this, you know, this evening, whatever. And um, I got everything set up. I have everything that I want to talk about. Uh, I even made this cool-ass little video for uh the opening that has the the redcon uh little biden situation the johnny cash intro one minute intro video awesome right so i've been i started about four o'clock started messing with this and i wanted to um you know instead of you having to look at me for a minute while the uh while the you know music the intro is going i'm just sitting here like to do uh, I was like, oh, I'll make a video. So, uh, video turned out great. Everything matched up, the music, everything. In Facebook's ever, <laughs> I'm not a computer genius by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not even trying to pretend like I know two things about computers. The fact that the matter that I'm even on this thing live, that I'm able to record this show for 160-something episodes that we've done, it's amazing, okay? I can barely use my cell phone. At, at best, I can, I can do math on a calculator. But nonetheless, um, like when you do Zoom calls, when you do, uh, um, what's the other thing, uh, Skype, when you do those types of things, you can screen share, right? So you can say, Oh, I want to I want to show you something on my computer so I can screen share it. Okay, well, when you go on Facebook Live, it has that option. You can screen share whatever. The problem is, is you can't un-screen share. So, uh, the nerds at Facebook uh, Metaverse or whatever in the fuck it's called, um, fix that. You have the share button where I can share the screen. I don't need them to see the commercial for the hour or so that I'm going to sit here and chit-chat. I need them to see this pretty mug. Not to mention the fact that I have other things that I wanted to show y'all. But I'm not going to be able to bounce back and forth. So, someone at Facebook, I know you guys are listening because you keep flagging my videos because of the song that I'm playing. So, I'm going to put this out there also. That song that plays in the intro is a non-copyrighted song. It is of free use. It is off of YouTube. It is um, Ready for War is the name of the group. So, um, yeah, it's a free, free non-copyright music. So please, don't keep muting my stuff. Please. And while you're at it, fix the share screen button so you can unshare while... You're doing stuff. Anywho. On that note, for all the computer geniuses that are out there, if you have any suggestions, please tell me. Help me out. Please. I, I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't know crap about computers. 
But um, while you're on your phones and you're listening to this, because this is, like I said, this is also a podcast for those of you that don't know, people that are on the uh, on the Facebook page, please uh, go to your uh, whatever phone you're on, if you have an Apple or an Android device, listen to this podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play. We're also on Spotify, um, Podbeam, Stitcher, iHeart, TuneIn FM, Amazon, and pretty much anywhere that podcasts are heard, with the only exception being uh, Pandora, for whatever reason. So, you know, screw Pandora, we don't really care. I'm on enough platforms that uh, there's no reason for y'all to not hear me. And now, uh, for those that are listening to the podcast, and you uh, want to see me, subscribe to our Facebook page at Don't Tread on America, and uh, I'll do these live events every so often. I'm not going to do them every Saturday. Um, it really, really basically what it boils down to is it depends on what's, what my wife is working. If uh, she is off, or if she is at work, then I'll probably do a live event because I don't have anything else to do. So, um, And then those that are listening to us on the podcast app, whatever you're listening to us on, give us a good rating, five-star preferably. And uh, most importantly, share this with your friends. Subscribe to the um, the show page on the podcast app. That way um, you'll know when we're doing shows. So sugar water. So today is, for those of you who are watching on the Facebook Live situation, today is July 16, 2022. Uh, however, the people that will be listening to this on the podcast, it will be July 17th, because I probably won't post this on there until tomorrow. So there you go. All right, so in getting ready, let me go ahead and mute that, because I can see that's going to be an issue already. Look at that. So, um, in getting ready for the show today, I, I, what I like to do on Saturdays is I'm going to, um, barring there being any major news, I, we're going to scroll Twitter, okay? I'm going to do a lot of Twitter scrolling uh, and do trending. So, this morning I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning because, you know, it's my day off, so why not be up at 4 o'clock in the morning? And... Um, <laughs> I'm scrolling Twitter. I'm like, okay, so why are the topics that were trending trending? So I want to read this quote. So this is a quote by Booker T. Washington, and it's a, it's a simple quote, and it it rings true today. I mean, Booker T. Washington talking, you know, 160 something years ago that he said this: "A lie doesn't become truth. Wrong doesn't become right." And evil doesn't become good just because it's accepted by the majority. So now, what do you think he means by that? So think of, think of today, the things that we see everywhere. News, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever you guys are on, TikTok. And think of if, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, Okay, I don't care if you're straight, gay, trans, whatever all the letters are in the, the rainbow alphabet. I don't care. I personally don't care. That is your problem. Okay? But it's the, the constant, you have to accept this um, narrative that's that what this entails, in my opinion. So, a lie... Just because it, you tell the lie over and over doesn't make it true. Just because it's you do wrong over and over, it doesn't make it right. And when we know it's evil and it's constantly evil, it doesn't make it good just because everybody accept it, you know, accepts it. Now, what that means to me is we talk, and this isn't really necessarily a, a gay issue per se in my opinion I'm more referring to the the trans factor so we constantly have been hearing on the news for the last handful of years about trans people's rights now I know 
I'm going to butcher the um, the references because I, I don't know. I know trans woman now. I could be wrong, but, you know, whatever. Trans woman is a woman wanting to not be a woman and a trans guy. And, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's opposite of that. But nonetheless, it doesn't really matter for my scenario. My point being is this. We are constantly told that we have to accept these these situations. And like I say, my personal opinion is this. If you want to be a trans whatever, that's your problem. I don't have to accept it because you want me to accept it or you think I should accept it. Um, just as well as me not accepting it, I can't force you you know what I'm saying? It's with with so many factions of uh, our belief systems, no matter what side of the road you're on, we are constantly trying to make the other side accept that. And ultimately what it boils down to is you just have to accept yourself. Okay, if you believe in God and you believe in heaven and hell and you believe that as long as you are a good person, that good things will happen, okay? Um, now, that works in many ways. And what I mean by that is I'm a, I'm a regular dude married to my wife. Um, we've been together 20-something years. Um, I have done wrong things in my life. No one is perfect. In my 49 years of being on this earth, I have done plenty of wrong. Um, I don't go to church because I don't believe that you have to go to church to be a God-fearing individual. Um, in my opinion, most churches are corrupt. I mean, take that for what it's worth. I'm not saying all churches are. But for the most part, churches are there to make money. Um, where I live, there's a church literally right down the street. I have yet to, in the however long, 17, 18 years that we've lived in this house, I've yet to see them hold any kind of functions to help the community. Not saying that they don't, because I don't go to the church. Maybe they do. I don't know. I'm just saying there's nothing that happens there. Oh, well, they have a daycare. Yes, but they charge for the daycare. They, you see what I'm saying? So they're not doing anything for the community. But I guarantee you they're taking in money from the community. Okay? And I'm not here to lecture anybody about going to church or not going to church. Like I said, that's you do you. Um, but I feel like if you do good to others, others will, you know, it'll return the favor in the long run. Now, everybody lives in sin, okay? Um, when you take transsexual people, whatever, trans woman, trans man, whatever, um, they, those people, they could be good people in general, right? And still believe in the things that I believe in but where, if you read the Bible, where you have an issue with this is the transmorphication, if that's a word, of the human body. Okay, so if you're a woman and you dress like a man, and but you don't do anything else other than that. You don't take any uh, testosterone, hormone blockers, you don't uh, get a mastectomy, you know, you don't do anything other than you kind of, you're like a tomboy, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, you haven't modified your body. If you're a man and you do the same thing, you don't go, you know, get the banana split and do all the nine yards there, you're still a man. You could say you're a woman and pretend to be a woman and Whatever, whatever. I think the issue that God has, no matter how good of a person is, you could be the best person in the world. You could be the most, the most, uh, 
upstanding, nicest, most generous person ever. But a few things happened many, many years ago. And these things happened because man started to change God's creations. Okay? So first, when you... um when you look at these things. So everyone, the reason, the reason I'm bringing this up is this, and this is trending on Twitter, which, you know, shouldn't be a surprise is the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. So not to turn this into a Tom Bible hour, I'm going to break it down to you like this. So Sodom and Gomorrah, um, are the city, I'm sorry, are the two of five cities of the plain. And they're referred to in Genesis. Um, so, uh, let me see. I can't quite read this name. Chedalormer and Elam, which rebel against him at the Battle of Siddam. Chedalormer <laughs> defeats them and takes them captive. So, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read scripture, and I'm not gonna do all this. But essentially, the way it breaks down to is, you had two gentlemen. Uh, that was trying to, uh, you know, do do wrong. So Abraham gathers men to rescue his son, um, to free the cities. Later, God gives advance notice to Abraham that Sodom had a reputation for wickedness. And uh, Abraham asks, uh, Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? starting at 50 people. Abraham negotiates with God to spare Sodom if 10 righteous people could be found. God sends two angels to destroy Sodom. Lot, this is the son of Abraham, welcomes them into his home, but all the men of the town surround the house and demand that they surrender the visitors that they may know uh, them. Lot offers a mob his virgin daughters to do to them as you please, but they refuse and threaten to do a lot to do worse to Lot. The angels strike the crowd blind. The angels tell Lot, the outcry against the people has become great before the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. The next morning Lot and um, lingered the angels take Lot, Lot's wife and his two daughters by the hand and go out the city, and they tell um, and tell him to flee to the hills. Lot says that the hills are too far away and asked to go to Zar instead. God then rains sulfur and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah and all the plain and the inhabitants of the city. And what grew on the ground, Lot and his two daughters were saved, but his wife disregards the angel's warning, looks back, and is turned to a pillar of salt. Now, you know, say what you want about the Bible. I've heard... You know, at all before. The interesting thing is, this is the same story in the Quran and the Hebrew Bible. Um, not to mention, it has been theorized that the story does have historical basis. The cities may have been destroyed by a natural disaster. One, uh, one such idea is that the Dead Sea was devastated by an earthquake between 2100 and 1900 BC. This might have unleashed a shower of steaming tar. And it is possible that towns were destroyed by an earthquake, especially lay among uh, major faults such as, you know, on the uh, Jordan Rift Valley. However, there are no known contemporary accounts of seismic activity to corroborate that theory. But you're talking, you know, 4,000 years ago. Um, so basically what it boils down to is God sent these two angels to Sodom and Gomorrah because there were there was bad things going on. Now you've heard time and time again you've heard um, people refer to different cities, different situations as Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, this is you know so sinful. But where where it gets twisted now is you see these stuff on the news where these drag shows, for example, and you're at a uh, you're, you see these kids being taken to these drag shows. Now, like I said, if you're a man, you want to dress like a woman, you want to do that kind of stuff. Or if you're a woman, you want to dress like a man and do all that kind of stuff. 
It's your business. I don't care. But when you drag little kids and you try to, um, you know, convince them that this is okay, you have a pro- I have a problem with that. I'm sorry. Um, you know, it's not wrong to teach kids to be ex- accepting of people's other people's beliefs, whether it's religion, personal beliefs. But to force them into a situation of these um, these uh, <laughs> these bars and, and stuff. Number one, kid, little kid, you know, these five, six, seven, eight year old kids shouldn't be in bars. Period. Let alone um, these these types of bars. Um, <clears throat> so when that's your evilness, you know, that's when you see the kids are being touched and the kids are being groomed. You know, there was a whole thing a couple months ago in here in Florida where people lost their mind because of the bill that DeSantis signed, and they were calling it the Don't Say Gay Bill. Never said anything in the bill about saying gay or not saying gay. Doesn't say it. There's not one mention of the word gay in that bill. But much like most liberals, they don't read anything. They hear an idea from somebody, and, and it, they just assume it's true. And, okay, that's, that's true. It says it. So-and-so said it. The idea behind the bill was so teachers don't need to be talking to five, six, seven, eight, nine-year-old children about sex of any kind. Regular sex, gay sex, whatever kind of sex. They, it's, not, it's not the teacher's business to talk to kids of that age. And then even to take it a little bit further, in my opinion, as you get older... There's no reason for any teacher, kindergarten through 12th grade, to talk to kids about sex per se. Now, there's, you should, you know, if you want to choose, if, you know, when you're in high school or whatever and you choose to have your child take a, like a sex ed class or something like that, that's different. And even then, it's not about, you know, sex. I mean, it is, but I don't know. It's hard to, I, without being too graphic with me being live on Facebook, I can't get too too crazy, I would assume. But it's the basics of sex and sex ed. It's not the details of sex and sex ed. But, um, and ultimately, the way it boils down to is this. the It's up to the parents, of said child, you shouldn't, children shouldn't learn about sex from anybody other than their folks. You know, if you're a female child or you're a male child, you know, talk to dad, talk to mom. There's no reason for a stranger, Miss Johnson or Mr. Johnson, to have to sit there and tell you about sex because, you know, it just shouldn't happen. Now, um, so, those two cities were destroyed. Now, say what you want. Like, historical factions can tell you that that it was, um, you know, was devastated. That area was devastated by an earthquake. And it could have unleashed steaming tar. Could have done this stuff. Um, now, you have to put yourself back in these days. People believed that when things happen earthquakes you know whatever that it was the work of god it wasn't just oh it's a it's an earthquake it's a hurricane it's a whatever they believed that there was a reason that things happened so in sodom and gomorrah they were so twisted of cities that you know according to three different religious bibles not just the Christian Bible, but the Islamic Bible and the Jewish Bible all refer to this story, okay? So one would have to believe that it might have some kind of significance to it. Um, now, when it comes to the Great Flood, why, why did God flood the world? Why did Noah build the ark? Why did these things take place um 
if I can get the ads on them, I can tell you. <laughs> so the story of Noah and the flood is one of many that, you know, which we grew up hearing about in Sunday school. But even those uh, who did not have any religious education knowing or growing up likely heard about the story of the flood. It is probably one of the best-known stories in the Bible, although not well understood, and it is also one of the more controversial. So, what uh, was this an actual worldwide event, a more localized event, or simply a mythical story? Answering that question is beyond the scope of this article, but I do want to look at the purpose of the flood. Why did God choose to destroy the world of Noah's day in a cataclysmic flood. So we all know the story, right? God spoke to Noah, build an ark, you know, get two of each, you know, male and female of each animal, and because there's going to be a great flood coming. And that's the basis of the story that <clears throat> pretty much anybody you ask is going to tell you what happened. Right, So, you know, the story of the flood is told in Genesis chapter 6 through 9. And this passage starts with a strange description of the sons of God and daughters of men seemingly producing the Nephilim. So when it says the sons of God and daughters of men, that's fallen angels and um, regular human women. And they're produced the Nephilim. So mixed in with his God's response to the wickedness of the world and his determination to destroy it all, following this was God's instruction to Noah to build a large boat and take on board a pairs of, of animals. God was going to be sending a massive flood that would destroy all terrestrial life, not on board the ark. So Noah built the boat and loaded the animals that God brought to him. No sooner was this done, the rain began, and the springs erupted, it rained for, right, 40 days, 40 nights. The ground was flooded over the, over a year. Finally, the water subsided um, enough for everyone to come out of the ark. Noah offered a sacrifice, and God responded by committing himself to never, to dis to never destroy the earth by flood. Now, mythically speaking, that's why whenever you see or you, you're a part of a hard rainstorm, that the... That's the idea behind the rainbow. That's God's promise that he won't destroy the earth via flood. Now, you could be listening to this right now and say, what are you talking about? There's floods all the time, and people die, and there's mudslides, and there's this and that. But he didn't destroy the earth. He may have destroyed that specific area. So you got to look at it in the grand scheme of things. Now, granted, if there was a flood here, and it destroyed my house, my neighborhood, it would destroy my world I get that but you know 10 miles away everyone might be fine so in Genesis 6 6 um, says that the Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth and his heart was deeply troubled and in response God determined to destroy all the life on earth it would be easy to read this and see God who was caught off guard by how sinful humanity had become God who became so angry that he decided to wipe out the whole mess and start over again. But it's hard to reconcile that with God who was omniscient, <laughs> who, who knows the future. God who uh, had chosen Christ as our astonishing sacrifice before the founding, foundation of the world and who uh, chosen me in Christ to do the same. <coughs> Excuse me. The, world uh, the word translated as regretted in Gen uh, Genesis 6-6 six, six could also be translated as be grieved, and that it seemed to be a better fit here. The obvious answer to the question is God flooded the world is the one uh, given twice in the first verses. Tell us that the Lord saw how wicked humanity had become, that every in inclination in our hearts was to do evil. And he determined to wipe us out of the face of the earth. It says essentially the same thing. So, a lot of what, you know, ha was happening was about evilness. And it was about the, uh, the Nephilim, you know, the, the, the fallen angels, the sons of God mating with uh, human women. 
There's also a story that I sit here and tell you that um, God was mad because as much as we think we're we're an advanced um, humans, th- these years were more advanced than they were 10 years ago, 100 years ago, whatever. But there is theory that would say, you know, 2,000 years ago, they were almost equally as advanced. Granted, they didn't have cars and, and planes and stuff like that. But scientifically as advanced. So there are stories out there that would tell you the reason, one of the reasons God had Noah build the ark and gathered the animals two by two was because those were his creations. So you've heard, you know, we hear stories of unicorns. So one of the theories of the unicorn is that at one time that was a true creature, but it was a creature developed by man by taking two animals, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, putting them together. Yeah. Sorry, I'd take a little drink there. And when you're, when you're doing these things, you're messing with God's creations. Now, why am I bringing this up? I have no idea. No, I'm bringing this up because ideally, you we hear stories of cloning. Okay, they're cloning sheep. I mean, they've been doing that. We've been hearing about that for what twenty something years now. That you're not taking a sheep and making it a sheep dog. I guess there is such a thing as sheep dog, but you know what I'm saying. And even when you see mixed breeds of dogs, it's still a dog. It's still a canine. The species is still a canine. This idea is if you're taking a horse, let's say, and mixing it with, I don't know. I I wouldn't know what you would mix to get a unicorn. Would it be a rhino? Like when we think of a, a, um, a unicorn, right, you think of this mystical creature, this horse with flowing whatever and a nice horn. Who's to say it wasn't like a mutant looking thing because they mixed it with a rhinoceros, rhinoceros, whatever. And (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Just because we have an idea of what it looked like, you know, and furthermore, like mermaids, you hear stories of mermaids and then, oh, mermaids are mythical. Okay. So are unicorns if you want to go down that road, but just walk with me down the road for a minute. And let's say, what if man tried to create a, a fish, you know, person? And we think of mermaids, you think of, oh, you think of like Ariel from, you know, the, what was it, Little Mermaid, right? You think, oh, here's a, you know, female, you know, beautiful, oh, she's living underwater, blah, blah, blah. But who's to say it was even a woman? It could have been a man that they did this to. It could have been a woman because in these days, women were inferior. I'm not, haha, women are inferior. I'm just saying it is what it is. So I guess technically, yeah, probably could have been a woman. But who's to say it wasn't some kind of mutant situation? Now, granted, as time has gone by, like, and you hear about pirates, find, you know, we pirates saw mermaids. And then, oh, in around here in Florida, we have manatees. Oh, it was probably a manatee. It wasn't really a mermaid. But who's to say that it wasn't a mermaid? Now, it probably wasn't a mermaid like we think of what a mermaid is, just like rhino- uh, I'm sorry, unicorns probably weren't what we thought they, what you envision a unicorn looking like probably isn't what it looked like. So when you start mutating different species you get god gets pissed off so it's like an artist you're an artist and you create some masterpiece whether you're a sculptor or a painter or whatever the case may be and then someone comes in and says no we're gonna i'm gonna go ahead and do it like this you the artist you're gonna be pissed off and be like no that's not how i want it and you might just destroy the whole thing right ideally that's what the story of noah and the ark is So, fast forward to today. Why 
does any of this matter? Or where am I trying to make the, uh, the connection? Okay. And, and I'm not even just talking about this country because this stuff is going around the whole world. But in this country, we see it. And, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refer to the United States. You have people that want to get surgery. They want to get the junk cut off. They want to, you're a man. You're born a man. You have the parts of a man. But you feel some sort of way and you want to be a woman. Okay. So, you are striking out on God's baseball team <laughs> all around because it's a sin to be gay, number one. Um, but you could probably, you know, ask forgiveness. I think when you start altering your body, if you're a man, you're born a man, and you get breast implants and you get your stuff cut off and you get... You know, the things they do to a man to make him a woman. Let's just say that. That's going to make God upset, I would I would think. Uh, if you're a woman, same thing. If you get your, your breasts, you know, cut off and you, you know, I don't know all the details of what they can and can't do to a woman's anatomy. But when you do those things, now, granted, people that are listening to this, they they kind of understand what I'm saying, they could say, well, that's that person's problem. Why should we have to suffer because, you know, Billy wanted to be Susie and Susie wanted to be Billy? Okay. So, um, you know, I'll say this. It's interesting that this subject was trending on Twitter. This country is, um, and I say country, it's really the world because this this stuff is going on in other countries. Maybe not every country in the world, but a lot of the countries. So I don't want to just say this country. Um, but we're going down the same path. Now, you can say these things aren't new. It's been building up. And I'll refer you back to what the quote was I read here at the beginning from Booker T. Washington. And, um, you know, think about TV movies back in the day. They didn't even show people that were married sleeping in the same bed. You know, they had the separate beds. Um, now, you know, now that would be considered weird. Like when you watch older TV shows from like the 70s even, um, you know, they slept in separate beds. And, you know, that was weird. You know, so I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking that God's starting to get really pissed off. And yes... Will he destroy this country or the world? Um, maybe he is, <laughs> you know, if if you note it in the story, I told you this event took over 200 years to do. So it was between 2100 and 1900 BC. That's 200 years. So I guess the biggest question here is what year are we in? And so what do I mean by that? Uh, are we at the beginning of... The 2100 BC, you know, back then it counted down. So are we at the beginning of it? I wouldn't say we're at the beginning of it. I would say we're probably in the 50 year. I mean, if you look at it from a, a genealogy uh, where they're changing bodies, but this, this world, you know, let me just go back to the quote again, right? So he says, a lie doesn't become truth. Wrong doesn't become right and evil doesn't become good just because it's accepted by the majority so go back to what everything i just said just because we're being told that these things are acceptable that doesn't make it right right um i'm gonna say this again if you're a man and you change into a woman it doesn't make it the truth doesn't make it right doesn't make it good just because everyone else accepts it okay now like i said i could sit here and say okay look if you want to be a dude that becomes a chick that's your problem you're the one that's going to have to face god the problem is now we're starting to see is is god starting to warn us it, you understand what I'm saying? Is God starting to um, 
take climate control, take take climate change, take weather situations. We can have conspiracy theories on is it's just bad weather? Is it the government? Or is it God? Is he priming us up to get rid of I mean, you know, is there gonna be a rapture? Is the the people gonna ascend, but everyone else is gonna be sitting here to to die has that already happened you know you hear stories about the world actually ended in what was it 2012 and if that happened if that's the case we're we're the ones that got left behind so all this is for nothing then all right have a great day (laughs) i'm just saying it's um it gives me something to think about when i saw that trending on twitter today i was like hmm so what are the stories of sodom and gomorrah what was the story behind Noah and the ark. I mean, I I knew the story of Noah and the ark, and I knew the basis of Sodom and Gomorrah. And uh, I mean, if you think about it, you know, why do they call it sodomy? Because it's evil, it's bad. Um, I'm telling you, the things that goes on. I mean, the things that that we're doing in this country, the stuff we hear about. I remember when I was a kid. Back in 1932, no, back in the 80s, you heard stories about how in Europe, in some of the countries in Europe, they had nudity on TV and it was a different culture. Now, granted, we're not there yet. I mean, you can have HBO or whatever and have that stuff. But like, I'm assuming this was on like regular TV over there. I'm not, I'm not, I've never been over there to see that or not. So I, I can't tell you that's the case, but um, when I say this isn't new, that's what I'm talking about. These things, these trends have been going on for as long, if not longer than I've been alive. So just let's say in a timeline standpoint, let's say we're at a 50 or a hundred year mark. If that's the case, as you notice, weather is getting worse and worse everywhere. Um, there's floods in India, there's floods. I mean, it's just crazy. And they just come out of nowhere. Bam. Like, I'm sitting here. It was sunny. I'm getting ready to do the show. It's about 4 o'clock. 4.30. I'm trying to figure out the screen sharing thing. I was messing around with it a little bit. And then all of a sudden, like, I had to shut everything off because I lost internet. I lost, I thought I was going to lose power. Lightning was striking. I was like, I don't want to ruin my computer. So I had to shut everything down because, you know, times are tough. I can't be going out and buying another $600 laptop. And then I was like, texted Chris. I was like, maybe this is God's way of telling me not to do a podcast anymore. I don't know. But then, then the heavens opened up and he said, Don, record the show. So here we are. All right. So enough about uh, uh, biblical stuff. And uh, we'll, we'll walk past the uh, DTOM uh, Bible study. Uh, I hope you guys understand where I'm going with that. Um, so I guess I guess the moral of the story is do do the best stuff that you can do because you're not going to be able to change other people's minds. You know, if you're not going to be able to change someone from being if they're a man, they want to be a woman. They're going to do what they want to do. We just got to pray to God that He doesn't punish all of us for other people's sins. All right, on to more interesting topics for the masses. Okay, so we called it. I believe we called it. I've been telling you guys for last couple of months with all these shootings and uh, and whatnot, the idea behind all of this was to what? Ban guns. They've been talking about we need to ban ARs, we need to ban assault weapons, we need to ban this, we need to ban that. You had the last bill that just went through, and it was uh, about the red flag laws and the deeper background checks and whatever, and... It, like I said before in one of the shows, you know, red flag laws is stupid because uh, just a year ago, the Supreme Court unanimously decided that they were unconstitutional. But background checks, I, I'm fine with that, especially the deeper dive into young, you know, 18-year-olds or whatever that are buying guns. Um, I don't know that that necessarily makes a difference, but it it's... Better than red flag laws because I think those are bogus because you piss somebody off, they're going to sit there and say, oh, 
you know, Don, blah, 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 and they're going to come get you guns. But more importantly, the House has moved forward to uh, toward a vote on assault weapons ban. So this was uh, just the other day on the 15th, so it was yesterday, or on Friday, I should say, for those that are listening to the podcast. <laughs> House Democrats will soon vote to move an assault weapons ban to the floor, making the first time in decades that Congress has put lawmakers on record barring the popular, or bearing, bearing, yeah, barring the popular firearms. The announcement came Friday morning uh, from Rep. Gerald Nadler. Uh, that would be High Pants Jerry, for those of you who don't know. Chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, uh, who said the panel staged its markup of the bill on Wednesday. The move comes in response to a series of recent high-profile mass shootings around the country, including a massacre in May at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas, where 19 children and two children, or two teachers were killed, and another Fourth of July parade in Highland Park, which left seven people dead. In both cases, the alleged shooter was a young man using an AR-style semi-automatic rifle, which is the chief target of the Democrats' legislation. Of course, they didn't note in this Uvalde school uh, shooting that the police officers were 100 feet down the hallway, two minutes behind them, and did absolutely nothing. So that situation might have resulted in no deaths if they had not been pussies. But I digress. Point being is, um, back in, was it 94, during Clinton, they did an assault weapons ban. It lasted 10 years. Um, that was in 04, so 18 years later, they're talking about doing it again. The thing is, is this. Okay, so this is going to hit the floor on Wednesday. It's going to pass the House. It's going to. And the reason I'm so certain of that is because they have the votes. They wouldn't bring this up if they didn't have the votes. The problem is, and, and like you said, you know, they're... Where was it at? They're doing it to... Um, to you know, to get the get it on record, um, it'll pass the House. It'll go to the Senate, where it won't pass. And the reason I say, and I say that with certainty, and I say that with certainty, but you know, I've been wrong before, and I guess there is a good chance that it does not that it does pass. Um, because unfortunately, we do have a handful of cuck um, Republican senators that might you know, bend on this one. I guess that remains to be seen, but um, ideally, right now the House is split 50-50 with your tying vote going to Camelto. I mean, Kamala. Um, ideally speaking, fundamentally, if you vote down party lines, it should be a 50-50 vote. But I think the difference is, is you'll probably have those two senators, Manchin and Cinema, on the Democratic side, probably won't vote for it because of the areas they live in. Like I said, excuse me, you got Democratic senators in predominantly red areas. These people want to stay senators. They're not going to vote against this um i don't believe so anyway but you know much like the 04 bill or i'm sorry the 94 bill i should say <laughs> when they did that back in 94 if you had i mean this is the crazy thing about these laws if you had an assault right uh, assault rifle so let's just shits and grins let's say if you had an AR15 or an a, uh, AK47 prior to um, the law passing you were fine you got to keep your gun they just couldn't sell any from 94 to 04 is that good i'm not saying okay well whatever it's still bullshit but at least they're not knocking on your doors coming to get your guns uh yet <laughs> i would say that that would be a big yet because who's to say that if this were to pass both houses that that doesn't open the door for 
well, if they're willing to ban it, maybe we can confiscate them now. I don't know. But that's it's where it's getting scary. You got all these things going on, and they're, I, I told you, they're just going to keep coming for those guns. There is going to be, I hate to say this, because ultimately what it boils down to is they're sacrificing innocent lives to do this, but there's going to be another shooting. There's going to be. I don't know, I'm not saying, oh yeah, there's going to be a shooting at blah, blah, blah in such and such state and such and such city. I'm not saying that because, God forbid, I guess and get it right because they'll be knocking on my door. But um, I, I'm telling you, school starts in a couple more weeks. I can, I mean, I can see it happening. Whether it's now or after school starts, I can see that happening. I'm not happy that I can see that happening, but... Mm. But, so anyway, so now, <laughs> the liberals in this country, um, you know, say, I don't know, this was something else that was trending on Twitter. So, uh, trending on Twitter was, was Epstein. So, you know, quote unquote Epstein. So I was like, what the hell is this? So, now they're saying that uh, Trump, President Trump had his ex-wife killed. So, you heard about Ivana Trump died the other day. Um supposedly, step, uh, fell down her stairs and, I don't know, hit her head, whatever. You know, oh, they're like, oh, she fell down her stairs and she died? Come on. Well, she was like 73, so yeah, probably. Um, but now they're saying that Trump had her killed or epstein <laughs> as it's going around, not to mention there are some saying that he's responsible for Epstein's death too. It's amazing how the people on the left can make this connection, but can't get past the fact that there is actually a page on Wikipedia called the Clinton body count. Now, I've talked about this before. I did a show last year on the Clinton body count. So, of course, you know, it's, it's, an, it's a conspiracy theory asserting that the former president, Bill Clinton, and his wife, Hillary, have had people assassinated, <laughs> totaling as many as 50 or more. Uh, many parts of it have been advanced by Newsmax pub publisher Christopher Rudy and Congresswoman MTG. But basically what it boils down is this. So I, I've got the names. I'm not going to read them all. So I'll start with number one and we'll start end at 50. No. So, so there's a, there was a gentleman, uh, Victor Razor. He was a national finance and co-chairman for Bill, uh, Bill Clinton. He died in a plane crash along with his son and three others in July of 92 during a fishing trip. Conspiracy theorists believe that the crash had been deliberately caused. So I don't, I'm not sure exactly who Victor Razor is, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, if you skip down here to Vince Foster. Now, he was the uh, deputy White House counsel who was found dead in Fort uh, Marcy Park in Virginia outside Washington, D.C. in 93. Autopsy determined that he was shot in the mouth and no other wounds were found on his body. His death was ruled suicide um, by a five official investigation, but remains the uh, subject of conspiracy theories, which was actually murdered by the Clintons for knowing too much. So these are the ones that eh, I don't want to say I like, <laughs> but interest me, right? Shot in the mouth, right? Seth Rich. So this was actually during um, Hillary Clinton's run for president. So Seth Rich, uh, this is an unsolved murder. So uh, he was a DNC staff member, prompt, uh, prompted conspiracy theorists to speculate that Hillary Clinton arranged his death. The debunked, the, <laughs> I love how it's an unsolved uh, murder, but yet it's a debunked theory was based on a Fox News report later retracted that Rich had been responsible for the WikiLeaks release of the DNC emails during the 20, uh, 2016 U.S. presidential campaign. Various elements of the theory have been pro uh, promoted by pro uh, prominent right-wing figures such as uh, Alex Jones, Newt Gingrich, and Sean Hannity. But, of course, they don't give you the details. So Seth Rich was murdered walking through uh, D.C., through the um, park. And he, um, he died 
after being shot twice in the back. He was murdered by an unknown perpetrator for unknown reasons, but police suspected he had been a victim of a robbery. <laughs> Among, uh, upon further investigation, nothing was missing. So, let me get this straight. You're going to speculate that he was shot in the back twice, and it was a robbery, but nothing. He had his watch, he had his wallet, he had all his stuff on him. Or was it a hit? And then we talk about Jeffrey Epstein. I'm not going to dwell on this. We know the deal on this, that he Epsteined himself, right? He hung himself in the, uh, in the uh, prison there. And then you go on. Jim McDougal, he was a financial partner for the Clintons. This was part of the Whitewater scandal back in the 80s. Uh, JFK Jr., uh, now that's, that's one that's actually interesting because now at the time... He was running for senator of New York against Hillary Clinton and then conveniently enough died in a plane crash just prior to the election. And uh, Hillary Clinton was elected and the rest is history. So, and then of course you remember when Trump was running for re-election, there was this whole thing about JFK Jr. and blah, blah, blah. You know, take, take that for what it's worth, but nonetheless... But um, scrolling through this list, you know, it was I couldn't find it, and then I, I was like, "Well, what about Mark Middleton?" So Mark Middleton, he was a Arkansas business leader, mutual friend of Clinton and Epstein. He was a former finance director for the Clinton's presidential campaign, and later special assistant to the Clinton. Um, sorry, to Clinton was found dead. Now, this is the one me and Chris referred to the other day. I've referred to it a couple of times because this just happened in May of this year. So he was he was found dead hanging from a tree, thirty miles from his home, with a gunshot with a shotgun wound to his chest. Middleton's family filed an injunction to prevent police photos from the scene from being released to public. Blah 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 blah. So that's where I joke. About now, nothing's funny about anyone dying, whether they kill themselves or someone kills them. But he was found hanging from a tree, thirty miles from a, from his home, with a shotgun wound to his chest. And that's when I was saying, "What well, did he buy the damn contraption from Wiley Coyote?" He only had the noose. He threw it over the over the tree limb, you know, tied around his neck, had it tied to the trigger of the gun, and he jumped and hung himself, and then when he done, he pulled the rope and shot himself. I mean, anybody that has half a brain, I mean, I'm not going to go through this list of 50-some-odd people. I'm not going to do it just because you can sit there and say, oh, it was a plane crash, it was this, it was that. Okay, whatever. You look at the the couple of ones shot in the mouth, Vince Foster, Seth Rich, shot in the back, nothing missing. Mark Middleton shot and hung himself. How? If he shot himself first, then he had the wherewithal to hang himself? Or he hung himself and then shot himself with a shotgun? I mean, <laughs> I personally have never shot myself with a shotgun, nor have I hung myself from a tree. But having shot a shotgun and hung you know, you get the idea between, uh, you know, from a hanging. Uh, you know, you've seen, I mean, granted, it's it's uh, movies or whatever. You've seen, like, in the West, you know, when they would send them to the, uh, the, uh, the hangman or whatever they were called. And, you know, they'd hang themselves and they're twitching and stuff like that. I can't imagine that you're sitting there hanging, oh, and you had the wherewithal to pull a shotgun out and... Be able to get it, you know, because, you know, even if it's a short shotgun, you're still 12 or so inches from the trigger and was able to shoot yourself in the chest. I mean, come on. You know, to use a uh, Joe Biden terminology, come on, man. I mean, it doesn't work like that. So either he was shot, then hung, shot by someone, and then drug and hung. Now, that's not to say that Hillary and Bill did it, but someone did. That dude did not do that to himself. Um, but why? Why would? <laughs> why would uh, he be? Let's say he he was killed. Let's say the Clintons had him killed. 
Um, why? You know, why did they have any of these guys? So if if let's if we assume that the Clintons were responsible for all of those murders, legitimately responsible for all of them, and let's just refer to uh, Vince Foster, um, Seth Rich, and Mark Middleton. Why? Why would you have those people killed? Well, Mark Middleton, you know, he was a special advisor from Little Rock, Arkansas, who connected the former president to deceased pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. So, he, I want to say he was responsible for having Epstein come to the, um, to the White House on several occasions to meet with the president. And why in the hell would Jeffrey Epstein, some dude, I, I don't remember what he was like a, I don't know, was he like a stock trader or something? I mean, I forget about his dirty little secrets. I'm just talking about what he did for a living. I mean, he, he was obviously had some money about him. But why does he need to see the president, right? So was it a situation where, let's just say for shits and giggles, they had Epstein killed? Mark Middleton knew about it. Maybe he was going to talk. I don't know. Seth Rich, if he was responsible for those um, those uh, emails getting leaked to Wiki's to WikiLeaks, you know, to me Hillary seems like she could be pretty vindictive if she wanted to be. Um, now you know damn well that neither one of them are getting their hands dirty, so it's not about that they killed anybody. But did they have these people killed? Very, very well, likely. But the fact that at this rate, we've got, I mean, Trump came out the other day saying it's not a matter of if he announces, it's a matter of when. So, I mean, basically he's saying he's running for president. Between the J6, between whatever, they're going to try and find any little thing they can to throw his name and drag him through the mud so he can't run, doesn't run, whatever. I don't know. Uh, I will say this. If he does run, it'll be interesting. And uh, I can't even imagine that Biden runs. Uh, But if he does, I don't know. Should be pretty good. All right, guys, on that note, I'm going to uh, put a lid on the day. Um, It is on Facebook land, uh, July 16th, 2022, but for the podcasters, it is the 17th of July. And I am going to not see you guys on Facebook for another week or so, but uh, if you want to listen to this podcast, there's 160-some-odd episodes on there if you haven't listened to it um and we like i said we're on apple google spotify podbeam stitcher amazon iheart TuneIn fm i think that's it and then you know other streaming services um so you can find it if you have a podcast app well, the only thing we're not on is pandora i guess we're too dirty for pandora i don't know but nonetheless go check it out subscribe to the show um, share this with your friends. If there's an option on the podcast app, I want you're listening to this on to give us a rating, please do so. And, um, we can, uh, you know, that way we can keep growing and keep doing the things we're doing. And, um, so yeah, it's all up to you guys to help me out and do these things. Um, uh, I, I depend on y'all to uh to do this because you know i can only um advertise so much and get the word out you know we have over uh a thousand um (laughs) a thousand followers on facebook i just would like to get some um some more traction guys that's why i'm trying to do these live videos and uh see what happens so uh I guess with that being said, I was trying to find my closing music, but alas, I 
forgot to do it before I started talking about ending the show. But that's what I do. Like I told you all before, I'm the producer, the director, the writer, the, uh, the on-screen talent, the on-air talent, the makeup artist. Oh, <laughs> I do get stuff from Chris. I don't want to leave him out, but for the most part, it's like, okay, I'm sound over here. Let me type this in. I got this going over here. I got my drink over here and, and my maker's mark old fashioned. Oh yeah. Good, 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 good. Um, nonetheless, guys, please share this with your friends, share the Facebook post, share the podcast, and I will talk to you guys again on Wednesday. Uh, other than that, you guys have a great day and, um, and I didn't mean to play that. But uh, you guys have a great day, and uh, I will uh, talk to you on um, on Wednesday. And you guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you later. Bye.